the extremely complicated process of extra extricating myself and recentering myself in my current recording setup. Megatron, haven't you ever wondered why they call it oven when you oven the cold food out of hot? Eat the food. <laughs> Isn't that twisted? Anyway, I'm good. <laughs> Two chucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles, involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles, involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. Listen up, auto thoughts and Decepticlowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts. Uh, and a uh, non-linear exploration of the Transformers history on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. And I'm your other host, Audrey. And, uh, you know, we we finished up an arc, sort of, once again. I guess you'd call it, like, the the scavenger undercover arc or whatever. Because um, he's, he's here on the team now. The traitor um, arcs. The traitor arcs, yeah. We got lots of traitors, lots of shifting loyalties, and so we just got a couple episodes that are just sort of in between some chill times. We're going to the lake. We're having fun with the boys. Yeah, explicitly just the boys. They forgot to tell Alexis. Funny sexism. Whoops. Oh, Rad, you you fucked up big time, buddy. Rad, wake up. Rad, wake up. Um, yeah, so let's see. We watched episodes... Uh, 18 and 19, uh, and 18 in the dub is called Trust. Trusted comrade. Once again, the, the dub continues their, their, uh, habit of shortening the, the titles down to fit their little, their, their little pattern here. Their Um, senseless slaughter of extraneous words. Just chopping it left and right like fucking Raiden in Metal Gear Rising. So, one thing I like about these two episodes, actually, is that it's a good, um, it's a good, these two episodes are very good for some characterization for two characters that we haven't actually spent a lot of time with, technically, even though we have spent a lot of time with them. Um, one of them is Scavenger, and the other one is Smokescreen, because it's hard to remember that Smokescreen has been around for, like, ten episodes at this point, and he just hasn't done anything. He's just been there. Outside of menacing some kids in a subway. For mysterious reasons, yes. Um, and Scavenger, of course, has been has been undercover and kind of putting on an act. So we're not really seeing the real him. Uh, though he is seemingly still sort of a weird, aloof, hard-ass um, in his real persona. If he, Even if he's not quite as much of an asshole <laughs> as he is uh, with the Decepticons. He's kind of old man yells at Cloud. He and, like, uh, Grap take turns being old man yells at Cloud. And sometimes the old men yell at each other. Um, which is kind of what this episode is about. So we start off, uh, Carlos is digging in the fridge, uh, looking for something to drink. All he's got in there is some milk. Yeah. So, uh, there's something very interesting here. So he's like... All right, there's only there's only milk. I guess it'll have to be milk. It's like okay, fine, fair enough. And then it goes over to the table where there's a f- two bowls of cereal 
with him and Rad. And, like, Rad, like, grabs the milk from him and he's like, hey, thanks, dude. And it's like, what were you going to put in that besides milk? I think Carlos might be one of those freaks who just eats dry cereal out of a bowl with a spoon. Hmm. Like, listen, I like a dry cereal. I would never eat it out of a bowl with a spoon. That's strange. That's Yeah, not... no, you know, I mean, listen, you can snack on dry cereal. I'll give you that. Like, Cheerios and Ziploc bags have been a staple for centuries. God. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, it is strange. I don't know why you would be getting the milk other than to put it on your cereal, Carlos. Odd. Um, he's also very mad that Rad stole it, despite the fact that you have we got cereal here what was your what was happening what was were they gonna put like hawaiian punch on the cereal yeah i have like really distressing ideas about what these men these these young men these two fucking idiot boys put on their cereal just like uh lemonade on the cereal yeah i'm not i I have i have some serious concerns about it yeah so, but they're talking, Alexis has a, a beverage, I guess she got the last of whatever this beverage is, it looks to be some kind of juice, or maybe iced tea, a nice iced tea, uh, and they're talking about how Hotshot- It's beer. Oh my god. She's drinking. She needs to deal with these fucking assholes all day, um, and they're talking about how they're like, uh, they, uh, Hotshot has been training with Scavenger a bunch lately, and it's, like, coming up on, on whatever sort of equivalent of, like, a final exam for him on this training period or whatever. Um, and so they, they go to, they go to see what, what the, what they're up to in the old training yard. And when they get there, they're freaked out by this horrible rumbling noise that is echoing through the room. And they think, oh God, has, has one of the Decepticons broken in? Is there some kind of fucked up monster crawling around? Yeah, and they uh, they tracked the noise down, and uh, and also like immediate. The like funniest part of this is that like, hey, aren't Alexis like, aren't you gonna go check on Hot Rod? And and Rad's like, oh yeah, you're right, and immediately abandons the cereal and milk that has been so much has been so uh, a subject of such consternation over the last few minutes. But yeah, uh, they're they all are concerned about the rumbling in the bases tumbling and uh they track it down and it's uh it's devastor and he's just snoring he's taking a nap he's snoozing um we learned that i guess transformers snore uh it's important um yeah he's just he is snoring away and everyone's just like what the the fuck is going on? Where, where's Hotshot? I thought they were going to be training, and then we and then Hotshot waves to them from a, a little corner of the room that he's hiding in for some reason. He's like, hey, he has the cutest like little yo in yep. the sub. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there. Uh, apparently, this is just what Scavenger does. He sleeps a lot and doesn't really do much training. Um, yeah, we learn, we, we're learning that Scavenger's kind of a fucking weirdo a little bit. Like, he just sleeps all the goddamn time and, and never, you've never, you've never seen him without this stupid hat. (laughs) And so, yeah, the, the hotshot is, is doing some, we see him doing some like cool kicks and punches 
while scavengers is sensually reclining in the background um i would not say sensually i would say very he looks like uh oh god uh he looks like a sleigh king yeah i i also had the thought of oh god he's a sleigh king um and so yeah, while he's in Hot Shots, you know, showing up like, hey, how do you, what do you think of that, uh, Scavenger? And then it cuts over to him and he's just snoring. <laughs> he just fell asleep right there. Me, 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 me. Um, and Carlos is like, you know, I still don't trust this guy. Like, he's acting weird. He was tied with the Decepticons until extremely recently. And, like, I just, I just don't think we should let him hang around the base. And I don't think he should be your instructor, Hotshot. So there. Yeah. And, and Hot Rod's like, no, it's not like it's not like that. Uh, Optimus trusts him, so I trust him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as Hot Rod is sort of defending him, Devastor eventually wakes up uh, as... Uh, the base alarm goes off. Yeah, and, he's, and doesn't he say like, "Oh yeah, you need to work on your kicks." Uh, right, you need to work on your and, form. And like, before sorry, before he wakes up, actually, like Carlos just like walks away disgusted. He's like, "I'm yes. not mad, Hot Rod. I'm just disappointed." Yeah. Uh, we also get a cutaway to Smokescreen and Red Alert doing some work, and Smokescreen is also echoing uh, Carlos's suspicions here, where he's talking to Red Alert, like, "Listen, I don't think." Like, yeah, sure, Optimus let him and he trusts him or whatever, but I don't think we should we should trust him. Like, what if his loyalties fucking flip again? He flipped on the Decepticons so easily. How can I expect right. him to have my back? And, and he also makes the point, he was like, you know, like, Doubleface just betrayed us as well. And it's like, yeah, well, that's what you get for trusting a guy named Doubleface. That one's on you, homie. Yeah, that's kind of on you. And, and Red Alert's just like, listen, I I understand, but like... Optimus trusts him, and I trust Optimus, so we're just gonna have to, like, put our faith in in, in that. Um, and Smokescreen's like, fine, whatever. <laughs> he doesn't seem happy about it. Yeah. He does not seem happy about it. And one thing about Smokescreen that's becoming clear is that he is the, like... Uh, in this, in the, in the second episode in this batch, Red Alert calls him a warrior bot, which is interesting. Smokescreen is definitely the, like, the grunt of the group. He is, he is the warrior guy... He is has nothing for like any high mindedness. He's just here to fight the good fights. He's not really about you know. He he, yeah, he trusts what he sees in front of him. He's cup. He is kind of a cup. I feel like he's a little bit younger than cup. He's a little bit less like worldly. Like I can't imagine Smokescreen telling a bunch of bullshit stories about all of his adventures. Interesting, because I I thought he was just as old. I really. Uh, but anyway, old though he's so fucking old. I know, but I got the same. I, I guess I just get the same feeling from from I from feel like Smokescreen is like the equivalent of like a. He's like in his mid forties. Cup is like sixty five. Cup is a silver fox. You see. No, he's not. He's not at all. Yikes! Okay, let's stop this conversation. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh anyway we cut over we cut over to the decepticon base where the decepticon where 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 starscream is like so i have some concerns that maybe devastor has betrayed us and literally everyone else is like 
like one like get a load of this guy, Cam. Yeah, they're just uh, like shut the fuck up, Starscream, you nerd. Who cares? They're like they're they're like just because he left the Decepticons doesn't mean he joined up with the Autobots. You're like a paranoid. You're a hypochondriac about treachery or whatever. And Starscream's like, I just think there's a fair chance that it may have happened and that we should be prepared for it. And Megatron comes down on him so hard. He's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear you like uh d- talk about this anymore. It it didn't happen. Ske- you know, we hired him. We hired Devastor for a reason and he finished his employment and that's the end of it. And as he's doing it, Double Face just makes a Noise. He loves and, it. And Megatron's like, do you have something to say, Devastor? And he's just like, no. I mean, I shouldn't. <laughs> and Megatron's like, no. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And Devastor's just like, and, and sorry, Doubleface is just like, well, it just seems to me that you're getting big mad about this for someone who doesn't think that Devastor has betrayed us and gone to the Autobots. <laughs> yeah, as always... Sideways is here to say, I, I, it appears you're having botherations. Yeah. It appears to me that you're big mad. So, yeah. Uh, Starscream in the dub at least is saying, like, I want to go out there. I want to find him. I want to make sure he doesn't tell anyone our secrets. And Megatron's like, shut the fuck up. You stop being such a tryhard. It doesn't matter. Stop it. Leave me alone. Um, but then, of course, Minicon alert time. Uh, they gotta, they gotta head down there. Um, we, so, once again, when we cut back to Autobase here, Optimus makes a point again of saying, yeah, no, you kids aren't coming. Star Saber's out here, there's no way I'm letting you on the battlefield. And Carlos gets so mad about it, he's like, how dare you not let us put ourselves in mortal peril? Yeah, and he's like, I, listen, I don't, I don't know if you forgot, but that sword destroyed Atlantis. I'm not fucking around with that. Um, and so they also ask Optimus about Scavenger here. And it's like, why do you trust him so much? And Optimus doesn't, he doesn't really give a satisfactory answer. He just basically says, well, I just do. I just do. And that's because, that. Because shut up. I feel like Optimus is very dad mode in these two episodes. Um yeah, now that now that Grandpa is here, he needs to. Uh, <laughs> he, he he knows he's being judged harsher. He can no longer be cool, Uncle. <laughs> yep. Um. So they warp out. Laserbeak is gonna gonna watch him, of course, and they warp into some snowy area, and the Decepticons are already there waiting for them. Um. Oh wait, no. Before that, uh, Smokestream walks up to Scavenger. And is like, uh, he's, he's antagonizing him, telling him, you know, I, I'm not going to let you out of my sight, you fucking, you, you, you traitorous bastard. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you don't flip. And Scavenger tries to do the whole, well, you know, if I, if it's going to be a problem, I'll just stay here and watch the base. You know, I don't got to go. Uh, yeah, Rock- I grab, <laughs> grab's like, great, do that. Ultimus is like, no, grab, shut up, stop. <laughs> shut the fuck up. We need him. <laughs> Um, so they warp in, yeah, the Decepticons are already there waiting for them. Um, they're, they're sort of set apart on this, on the snowy plains here on these hills. And instantly, uh, basically Megatron challenges Optimus to a duel. Everyone else on the Decepticons notices, oh fuck, Scavenger did defect. So, so in the sub, they notice first 
that that happens and Megatron's like ignore him Optimus <laughs> because he's clearly realized like in in the scene beforehand it's clearly obvious that like Doubleface has called him out for knowing that in his heart of hearts that Devastor has uh defected and uh and Megatron's like shut up don't worry about it like it's not a big deal I'm not owned I'm not owned I insist as I shrink and slowly turn into a corn cob um And so, like, engages, engages Optimus, basically, to cover his own ass, which is really funny, actually. It's very funny, yeah. So he he pulls out the Star Saber, Optimus goes super mode immediately, and they just go at it while everyone else starts trading blows. Um, (laughs) Did I ever mention, by the way, what, um, speaking of people trading blows, what uh, Devastor's Micron uh, companion is called in the sub? Uh no, because he he I think this is the the first time he shows up in the dub. His name is Rollbar. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's dirt. <laughs> dirt. His name is Dirt. Oh my god. I love that his name is just Dirt. It's That's just dirt. wonderful. That's it's just perfect. dirt. And he uses he um evolves with dirt. Uh to again like shoot from the hip and blast sandstorm out of the sky with one shot what is with the sh- these hip shots i don't know i don't know why scavenger has like a hip cannon because he doesn't have any guns um he mostly appears to just beat the shit out of people with his bare hands but yeah there's there's a very good bit um because scavenger also has appeared he still appears to be a little bit sleepy um so cyclonus runs in and combines with drill bit and just tries to just stab him in the face with a big drill. But Scavenger just sort of, you know, pulls the effortlessly dodging without even trying trick. St- Sandstorm gets, or Cyclones gets big mad, transforms to, like, sh- start shooting him. And that's when uh, uh, Scavenger just shoots him out of the sky and, and comple- completely disables Cyclones for the rest of the fight. He is face down in the snow the rest of this episode. A fami- a, a, an increasingly familiar position for him. He just, he, his fucking eyes are bigger than his stomach when it comes to opponents. He just keeps trying to fight, like, Scavenger and Optimus. Like, he should really just be fighting Hotshot or something. You are not, you are not cut out for the big boy, Cyclonus. So, let's see here. Yep. Um, Optimus is being backed towards a cliff by Megatron, um, while everyone else is tangling, uh, like, like, Smokescreen and, uh, Hotshot are being tied down by Demolisher and Starscream here. Red Alert is back at base, as as is his uh, usual place these days. And um, Sandstorm is decommissioned. Yeah, and Sandstorm is just sleeping it off a few feet away. But Scavenger has vanished, which everyone remarks on when Optimus is, is slowly being backed towards this gigantic ravine by a slowly advancing Megatron who's just slashing away. And Optimus doesn't really seem to be fighting back at all, which is a bit odd. Well, he does have the Star Saber. That's true. And, it is pretty uh, hard to, like, fight against that when it's and, in your face. And unlike Scavenger, he's not hard enough to just grab it with his bare hands. Yeah. And uh, Hot Rod, noticing that Devastar is gone, is like, No! My new best friend can't be a traitor again! I think Hotshot has a problem with forming parasocial relationships too quickly. What's going on here? It's been like a week. Yeah, like, soon we're going to meet another new guy, and I'm pretty sure Hotshot is gonna, also going to make him his new best friend, too. My, my special man. 
It just keeps happening. But yeah, Smokescreen is like, I told you that guy's a fucking no good traitor. I knew it. Um, and all, and all of the kids are also, Carlos is also worried, but Red and Alexis is like, I don't get it. Why is, where is he? And then they zoom in behind Optimus's shoulder and they see Scavenger hiding behind a rock. And they're like, oh, fuck. Why is he behind Optimus? You only get behind someone if you're going to do a sneak attack. Oh, shit. He's going to get him. Yeah, and they're like, we gotta, we gotta alert Optimus. And Ratchet is just like staring passively. And they're like, Ratchet, we gotta alert Optimus. <laughs> and Ratchet's like, no. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so this is when Optimus and Scavenger pull one of the coolest maneuvers I've ever seen. <laughs> so. He is, like, on the edge of the ravine. This is pretty sick, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so Megatron's like, alright, I'm gonna fuck you up, dude. And then he, he swings the Star Saber, he, like, wheels up for it. Optimus separates from his super base legs, tackling tackling Megatron with his ass as his top half, like, jumps uh, off, grabs Megatron's arm, judo flips him off the edge with him alongside him, and then Scavenger fucking shoots down the mountain um scoops optimus up in his like bulldozer bucket and they just fucking fling megatron to the bottom of the ravine as they safely cross to the other side yeah the coolest shit it's pretty fucking oh on his way down though actually so as this was something uh a great line that i noted again in my continuing uh, attempt to record any time they use sort of like transformer specific terminology um, as Megatron backs him towards the edge of the cliff um, and is about to knock him over he says get ready for your trip to the pit oh yeah the the pit is uh, I feel like it used to be more prevalent as a version of hell I don't think the pit has shown up in a lot of more recent media it's certainly very popular still as a fanon term. Oh yeah, but uh, it showed yeah. up a lot in uh, Beast Wars, I think. Yeah, so he says, uh, "Prepare for a trip to the pit." And as Optimus flips him over, he's he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I wanted someone to come to the pit with me." <laughs> you come with me to hell, motherfucker! Let's go. Yeah, um, this is a maneuver you can only pull off if you trust someone a whole lot. Right, which is the, yes, the entire point. So anyway, yeah, Megatron falls to his death. I think he is dead. He's pretty damn close. Once uh, once he gets pulled back up, spoilers, he gets pulled back up. And it's very funny who does it. Um, yeah, and, and it's, it's gone. Um, so, like, back at the base, the kids are watching this happen. And they go, and they're like, whoa, that was awesome. And uh, Carlos is like, why would Optimus trust him that much to like do that and ratchet's like finally i will explain to you this relationship carlos do you believe that love can bloom on a battlefield <laughs> yeah he's like he's like listen optimus and scavenger have known each other for an extremely long time they fought side by side in like countless battles they have a bond forged in fire you can does never understand it does it mention in a dub that they've also fought on opposite sides yes it does they're like yeah, yeah they, they used to fight as enemies but eventually they realized that they had more in common and that they were stronger together um yeah it's 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 a very uh you know i i love it a lot i love that scavenger and optimus are these like fucking old old war pals together 
Uh, Can who... love bloom on a battlefield? Yes, the answer is yes. Um, and yeah, so and then our alert's like, yeah, I knew about this the whole time. I just didn't. Want, I just. Uh, I just thought, you know, it'd be, it, actions speak louder than words. I guess. Is his, Mean. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, who's pulling Megatron out of the ditch? Well, so first of all, meanwhile, like the Decepticons. Uh, m- namely Ironhide and Starscream because Sandstorm is still out of commission. You just like get a shot over to him again in, in copter mode in the snow. Um, just keeps but, fucking happening. Like, Remember he got shot into the side of a mountain by the fucking warp gate? Yeah. Um, but like Starscream and Ironhide see Megatron go down over the cliff and they're like, holy shit <laughs> they like chase after him but they like can't see him at the bottom and they're like uh so <laughs> oh shit yeah, uh so they're 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 obviously not having they, they're they're feeling a little bit overmatched uh but before they're and they're like they're like trying to figure out so it like cuts down and like at the bottom of the pit there is a chain there is megatron holding on to a chain and who is Holding that the other end of that chain, well, you hear the sound of a motorcycle roaring. Sideways <laughs> is down there dragging Megatron out from the pit of the bottom of the ravine. And yeah, as it cuts back, uh, as it cuts back to like Starscream and Ironhide trying to figure out what to do next. Starscream's like, wait, where the fuck did Doubleface go? God damn it! Like they're just trying to figure out. They're like, we will get give us like a. It's five minute caucus. We're gonna get back to you about what our next move is, and like they're they're trying to figure it out. But before they can come to any conclusions, like the Chilean miners rising. <laughs> <laughs> How much horsepower does Sideways's motorcycle mode have? Listen, he's two guys. He is. He's technically three guys. He's technically three guys. So he's he's three guys. So it's fine. So yeah, he fucking launches. Himself out of the ravine, dragging Megatron along with the Megatron, who is very seemingly very badly injured. He's like sparking all over the place, uh, and he's he is just determined to fucking kill Scavenger. He goes in for a plunge with the Star Saber, um, but is ref- uh, reflected by Optimus's weird hand blast thing yeah it's like it's not a clap it's clearly not a clap you're right you're right it's not a clap though i do think the phrase dying for making it clap on instagram is still (laughs) too funny for me to give it up entirely (laughs) but it is not a clap it's i don't know what is happening here but he can he can just shoot weird they look like power-ups in a video game like if you hit one of these in a mario kart level like you do you'd get something but they knock um, megatron on his ass it's um the love uh shining love love shining finger from the end of G Gundam. Fucking Care uh, Bear stare ass hand beam. Yeah, it, it's 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 weird. Um it's very strange. And and double face is like Megatron Sama, please. You're so so injured. <laughs> you're so so injured. Bro, please we gotta go. <laughs> Die, we gotta go. Um, and, and Megatron reluctantly orders the retreat, and this is when Cyclonus wakes up and says, What happened? Oh, in the in the sub, it's like, wait, don't leave me behind as yeah, he also, right before he gets yeah. uh, zapped away. Yeah, he also says that and so I was like, wait a minute, don't leave me here. Um so yeah, this and then so this is where, you know, the battle's over. Smokescreen comes up to Scavenger, 
to uh, to apologize for you know doubting him and and, and grousing at him and whatnot uh, and hotshot also comes to apologize for doubting him and the scavenger's like you know he he's like a he's a cool grandpa he just brushes it off like oh you know don't sweat it whatever <laughs> really, he's like he's like okay is it finished like are you done yeah. like is it over Still a little bit of an asshole. He is he is not quite as caustic as he was in his first appearance, where he just walked into the moon base and just fucking insulted everyone. Yeah. But uh, he's still he's still a little bit of kind of an aloof asshole, but they're he's like, alright, well, apology accepted, let's go find that minicon. Which we don't see what the minicon is at all. Um Why would we? <laughs> at this point it barely matters unless they can turn into a cool weapon. Um, in which we, we don't, we don't have the third Skyboo minicon yet, so, you know. Oh, and then, you know, the, the, one of the big things that Smokescreen is, uh, is grasping Red Alert about earlier is, like, he fucking told the Decepticons about the Skyboom shield. Like, why would he give them intel? And the Red Alert's like, he was in deep cover. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, they didn't activate his sleeper agent code yet. So we cut back to the base. Scavenger is still snoozing away. He loves to nap. And you know what? I, I I can relate. I would I would nap all day too if I were him. And all the kids are like, Nosferatu. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh that wacky scavenger. All right. So now we move on to episode nineteen. Uh, the, ex- the the just absolutely outrageous episode nineteen, which is in the dub called Vacation. Uh, in the sub, it is Relaxing Vacation. Just chopping away, you know, you, the, the mad butchers at over at uh, what was the dubbing dubbing company over there? Oh shit! It's some. It's oh, God. Damn, uh, can, it's something or other. I'll, it's something I'll, Canadian. I'm pretty sure. Yes. So, yeah, we start off. Uh, we open up. Um, I'm sure this weird rad narration about it, talking about how you know. In the, in the middle of a war, you gotta find time to relax, but sometimes even that can get messed up over shots of Lincoln. I'm sure that was added in the dub. They love to add weird rat narration of the beginnings of certain episodes. Um, it's not quite as bad as putting his fucking voice over all those silent uh, Desert Kingdom flashbacks, though. So, yeah, yeah we open in here... Um, Alexis has gotten to the base with Shershock and and finds it uh, basically empty. And she's wondering where the hell everybody is. And then the fucking alarm starts playing. By the way, I love that they play the alarm for this. Like, why? Yeah. Well, it also, yeah. I mean, hot. uh, It also has um, hot shot getting dunked on again. Right. Yeah. We see. Yeah. We see. uh, (laughs) We see Scavenger just tossing hot shot to the ground again. They're, They're still training. So, uh, Alexis, thinking it's a, it's another Minicon thing, runs to the warp gate, only to find Billy, Fred, and Carlos there packing some bags into Smokescreen and Red Alert. And she's Oops. like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, and, and Rad walks up behind her and is like, oh yeah, you know, the camping trip, remember? And then Carlos is like, you told her about the camping trip, right? And Rad's like, oh, I thought you were going to tell her about the camping trip. Oops. Oops. You, fu- you fucked up big time, boys. Honestly, she wins in the end. She does. They have a terrible time. Um, 
Like, yeah, and she is extremely pissed. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, you didn't tell me about this? So you're going to go off camping with Smokescreen Red Alert? I'm just stuck here at the base doing nothing? Uh, and Optimus is, is standing here the whole time. You know, he's, he's just making sure everything is, is you know, all, all the packing is proceeding as planned. And he's like, yeah, you know, it, you really should have made sure to, to uh, that your team maneuvers were prepared, Rad. I, uh, this is kind of all on Christ. you. Christ. Uh, but, you know, uh, and, and so, yeah, they're just like, well, I guess... She's, I think she's just like, you know, just fuck it. Just go without me. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care about it. Doesn't matter. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Um, and I love this because, like, during all of this arguing, Optimus just has a has an exasperated sigh, which I love. And at the end of the scene, when Alexis stomps off, he just goes, I just don't get humans. <laughs> yeah, well... You know. You're the one who invited them to your fucking base. That's all I'm saying. This is all on you, buddy. That's true. So, yeah, she's, she's hanging out with Shershock at this computer, and she's like, Oh, uh, it looks like it's going to rain soon. Should we tell them? And she's like, No, fuck them. I, I'm not going to tell them shit. <laughs> so... We cut fuck up. them kids. Yeah, fuck them kids. We cut up to the moon base for an incredible scene, despite how short it is. Because oh, it's Megatron. My God, it's Megatron saying, "All right, everyone, time for one-on-one combat training maneuvers." Um, and what one-on-one combat training maneuvers means is Megatron is going to chase you around with the star saber and beat the shit out of you because he's mad. Kills my army for yucks. <laughs> sucks so much i love it he's just like all right and like he's just he's just chasing people where i was like oh starscream where are you come on and double face is watching this and he's like haha suckers and then at the very end of it like tron comes after him and he's like wait what me too <laughs> oh, or are you sitting over there yucking it up sideways well guess what you are not exempt me your most loyal soldier <laughs> i pulled you out of that ravine yesterday Come on, and that's like the oh, this and the and a short scene of the end are the only time we see the Decepticons in this episode is fucking great. They're just up there hiding yeah. from Megatron the whole time. It is very funny that they're just like not doing shit this episode because they're yeah. too busy running for their lives. I think there's a cut between uh, Megatron swinging the Star Saber to uh, Carlos jumping in the swimming hole here. Oh, uh, do we mention the actual opening scene, which is of a news reporter? Right, yeah, there's, so, we see, uh, there, there's a weather girl and her cameraman, uh, up on a cliff talking about stuff, um, which is important for later. They're just establishing yeah. that these two are her in name the is, area. Her name is Kelly. Yes, which may be a reference to Robots in Disguise 2001, um, because in that show, there was a, a human lady named Kelly who constantly got, like, embroiled in the Autobot shenanigans. Specifically, they always ended up destroying her cars. And also, Sideburn wanted to fuck her car. Um, he, She has, like, a red sports car, and he was very horny for it. Listen, Rid is strange. Mm-hmm. Um... Did you know that the, the English voice for Prowl in that show was like a like a shock jock guy named Wankus? Wankus. 
Wankus. That's a good name. It's wonderful. So back to vacation. We'll we'll cover Red eventually. Don't worry. Um, but I plan were... to die before then, but Nero will. <laughs> oh, you're gonna abandon me to the fucking wasteland of like... yeah. That's on you. That's <laughs> on you, boy chick. Great. So we're back on. We're back to vacation. Yeah, the the, the boys are just swimming. Uh, you know, Billy and Fred are also here, but they're fine. They don't really say anything, which is nice. Like they're just around. They're just hanging. Um, I love this scene. Where, cause, cause Smokescreen and Red Alert never transform in this episode. Um, they're just hanging out in car mode the whole time. Cause there's always, there's always a chance whenever they're out in technically public areas that someone else will see them. Yeah. So while, while the boys are swimming around and having a good time, Red Alert and Smokescreen are kind of off to the side talking about how it's, it's nice to get a little R&R from time to time. He's like, yeah, you know. Riddler's like, yeah, you know, it's with all the the constant fighting. I think it's uh, it's a really good idea to just set time aside to to just relax and and do nothing. And Smokescreen's like, you know, that you're you're totally right. They're just here to chill. They they got their fucking like mojitos out, out on out on the side. Yeah, it's great. They really are. They really are. Like left the kids with the uh, daycare um kind of thing but uh yeah. there, there is a there is a point where like the kids sort of show them their favorite activities so yeah carlos uh billy and fred are are doing like tarzan uh rope jumps yeah they're like um, swinging on a rope into this fishing hole and carlos is like hey red alert come on in it's fun and red alert's like well i don't think that's a good idea but what if you swing I can't around help. on yeah, what if you swing around on Longarm for, like, a way cooler Tarzan jump? And he does. He does. Uh, meanwhile, Rad is is a little bit down the way fishing in the river. Rad, um, who continues to be the nerdiest person in the show. I can't believe they call him Rad. Who nicknamed him Rad? I don't know. He's a, he's just such a big nature nerd, though. Like, he is specifically a nerd Oh my for, god, like, he has nature. a line in this show, again, that's, like, can't forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's talking about the dam. Yeah, because like Smokescreen rolls up and says, like, "Hey, what are you doing over here?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm doing some fishing, but you know, uh, ever since they put up that dam, uh, it's, it's been harder and harder to, to find any fish in here, you know." Um, and Smokescreen's like, "What? You can catch fish with that thing? Like, uh, what? Why is it like relaxing or whatever?" Um, and he, you, you know, see, he decides he decides he wants to help out. Give a give a bot a fish, feed him for a day. <laughs> Teach a bot to fish. So he just starts like smacking the water with his crane arm. <laughs> Rad's like, "Hey, cut that out! Yeah. What the fuck are you doing?" Rad's like, "Great googly moogly, stop! Um, <laughs> like you're ruining it. They're not all the fish are gonna run the way." And as he's like yelling at them, and uh, uh, a fish Graf is, flies. Yeah, in, into Graf is displacing. Grap is displacing gallons of water. In some of that water he displaces is a fish that lands perfectly within Rad's cradled arms. He's like, see? I'm good at fishing. Um, so let's see here. Yeah, so uh, this is where this kid shows up. Uh, we see him, like, looking at this through the trees. Because all he sees is, is a bunch of kids, you know, having fun. While there's also, like, construction and rescue equipment hanging around. Um, right it's just like my one of my level one level from one of my favorite video games heavy rain where there's all this where there's a little kid named sean in a construction site 
Sean. Press X to Sean. Don't worry, we'll get there. Press X to Sean is one of the best videos on the entire internet. The, my favorite bit is where, you know, at some point Ethan falls over, but he's still yelling. And when the camera's yeah. really far away, you can really, really distantly hear him going, Sean. Yeah, I mean, there's an entire, like, half of the scene where he does not appear on camera for, like, three minutes. And you can hear him, Sean, <laughs> in it. But that's not what we're talking about here. What we're, we're talking tired. about here is uh, Transformers. Featuring a kid named Sean. Featuring appears. a kid named Sean around a construction site when there's supposed to be heavy rain. Nope, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, David Cage clearly watched this and said, oh, I, this gives me an idea. I will make a game that's called Heavy Rain. And it will have nude scenes in it. Yes. Thanks, but David. Not, but not enough racism for my taste yet. I have to wait a couple of games to make the racist one, yes. We're getting a little vampire here. We're getting Whoa. a little Romanian instead uh, of uh, friend. Uh, uh. <laughs> Just slipping slipping closer and closer to the Transylvania mountains. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so yeah, this kid joins in. Uh, he's, he's, he's hanging out with the boys and, and Carl is like, alright, listen. You know you can't tell anyone about the robots, right? He's so stupid. I, <laughs> I'm really quickly losing patience with Carlos. Carlos is very stupid, but he said he straight up says this kid, "You can't tell anyone about the robots, and even if you did, no one would believe you." Oh, that's not what. Yeah, that's not what he says in the sub. In the sub, he's like, "All right, like, now these guys are really cool, but you can't tell anyone they're a transformer." And the kid's like, what's a Transformer? And he's like, that's what these guys are, but you can't tell anyone. And his dad comes over, pressing X to Sean. Sean! Um, and Sean comes over to him and is immediately like, hey, dad, did you know that, like, like these Transformers are really cool? And Carlos is like, what? Oh, yeah. Carlos, he's like nine. What the fuck do you, do you expect was going to happen? So, like, it really, it really makes me... Mm-mm. He's he's the he's not the brightest. He's very enthusiastic about everything, but I don't know. You got to stop telling people about these robots. Um, but of course, his dad's like, "That's nice. Uh, let's go home." Yeah. Um. So this is when it starts raining, just as Alexis predicted. Uh, we see at, the, at some point Kelly and her and her cameraman, uh, at, at, who who sort of glimpse what's going on at the site. Uh, they they see a bunch of kids playing with construction equipment, uh, but Kelly manages to glimpse <laughs> Grindor and Highwire pressed against Red Alert's interior door. Yeah, so they're, they're just driving by on a pass, and literally she has a moment, with just like the kid in the subway, and everyone else, where she's like, wait, no, we gotta stop, there are robots there, and her cameraman's like, mmm, that is probably a toy. Like, You're these are kids- weird. These are kids camping. That's probably a toy. And she's like, no, this could be my big break. I don't want to do weather reporting for the rest of my life. I want to be a real journalist. And he's like, all right, we got a job to do, though. So they also mentioned that uh, it's going to rain and that is going against Kelly's uh, predictions. So assumedly, Alexis has her own bespoke like weather prediction. Alexis invented AccuWeather. It's yeah. listen, what can't her GPS do? I'm telling you, dog. She's a genius. Rad's a nature nerd. Carlos sucks. The wind whistles through his ears. There's nothing in there. Um, but uh, so yeah, there, there. It starts raining. 
So the boys kind of we, we 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 see why Smoker and Red Alert are here. They are the the camping uh the the interior. They're, they're basically their tents. Uh, they're set up in in their. I gotta say, for a construction crane, Smokescreen has a pretty cozy looking interior. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind sheltering there if I had to. Uh, Billy and Fred are, are playing some cards uh, while Rad and Carlos try to get a little bit of shut eye. Um. So. Yeah, and like <laughs> Ratchet's like, okay, it's time for you guys to go to sleep, and they're like, nah. He's such a fucking babysitter. Like this is this is why he has this role. He's he's perfect for it. Um, Optimus clearly doesn't want to deal with these little shits. He regrets it immensely. <laughs> God damn! Why did I? Why did yeah. I invite them in here? Why did I invite two more in here? Yeah, and as as like back at home, Alexa, who's exactly where I would want to be in this situation, cozy in her bedroom, yes, under her covers. In her blankets, listening to this horrible storm outside, is like, oh, it's a horrible storm outside. Um, I have concerns. I should probably go check on them to see if everything is fine. Um, and as it turns out... Spoilers. It's not, because she sees on TV later, Kelly's there. She's talking about, yeah, there's a lot of flooding concerns with the dam, so uh, they are going to have to open the floodgates to release the water level... Which means the valley that the boys are in uh, will be flooded very, very soon. But don't worry about it. It's fine. It'll get out in time. Uh, that we cut back. They're they're getting ready to head back to base. But then Carlos spots Sean on the other side of this raging river. He's like, "Oh fuck! What is he doing out there?" So he and Red Alert drive across the river to pick him up. And he's like, "What the fuck are you doing over here?" And he's like, "I came to say goodbye to the robots." Yeah. And and just then, <laughs> they uh, get buried by a fucking landslide. Yeah. It happens. Like, they hear the roaring happen. It's so funny. I, I, again, like, Ratchet, it, there's a bit of, it's a little comedic to look at because Ratchet can't transform. Yes. Because he cannot give away, you know, risk giving them away. So you just, like, see him stuck, unable to do anything, and get buried. <laughs> <laughs> because yep. he couldn't transform to get away from it. And he's just, how you know, just he's just having a terrible time right now. Yeah. Um, not as bad a time as uh, Carlos and Sean are, though, I'm sure. So, they get buried by a landslide, um, and, and Smokescreen is trying to dig them out. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, and Smokescreen's like, hey, Redler, can you just transform and, and, like, you know, just stand up out of there, basically? And, uh, Rad says, no, 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 wait, don't do that, there's a fucking news crew up there. Because Kelly and the cameraman are there covering this damn flooding. This damn, damn flooding. They are, they are always saying this. So, Optimus and uh, Optimus Hotshot and Scavenger di- uh, dispatch to to go help out. Uh, it's a good thing Scavenger is a bulldozer. Is all I'll say. Yeah, I don't think Smokescreen could have dug him out in time. On his yeah, own. Yeah, it's uh. So yeah, they, they, as they're trying to work, they're as... they're desperately <laughs> trying, and they, like there's also like like they are broadcasting i think no they're not broadcasting they're not they? no 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 they are not broadcasting they are very specifically not broadcasting but across the river uh 
Kelly is filming. So she's not live. It's not, it's not airing, but she's like, holy shit. Like, she's like, so she, she's like, a rescue team has arrived, but she gets like a good view of like the inside of the driver's seat. And she's like, but where's the actual crew? Like, who's controlling these things? Um, so she, she's filming this entire process. Yeah, and she's, because this is, like, her big break, like, a big disaster, two kids in mortal peril, like, oh. rescue team working around the clock. It's this, this is the shit she's been waiting for. Sorry, there are two notes, there are two notes that I actually missed. Uh, one is, uh, as, as they prepare for the storm to come, uh, so, like, Billy and Fred are about to take, as, as the rain gets heavier, they're like, fuck yeah, rapids, finally, and they bring out, like, a tube, uh, because they're like, we're gonna go river rapid, <laughs> uh, river rafting, and... Rad's like, no, you shouldn't do that. And they're like, why not? And they're like, it's going to get really bad. And Rad just has this line where he's like, you shouldn't underestimate the power of nature. Nerd. I mean, he's right. Nerd. nerd. Yeah, Um, but nerd. Uh, And then the other thing is that when Sean, (laughs) Sean is coming up to them again, this is the part where it's press X to Sean because his dad is on the other side going, Sean. Yes. Sean. Sean. (laughs) Jason. Jason, Sean. Yeah. So anyway, so Kelly is filming all of this, and um, at the base, Alexa's like, "Optimus, where is everyone?" And Optimus is like, "What do you mean, where is everyone?" And she's like, "They're going to die for sure." And he goes, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> Great googly moogly, and she like puts up on the screen, and like as soon as she says it, like they get a incoming calm from. Uh, from Rad being like, Ratchet and Carlos just got buried with some kid. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. Cause, yeah, cause she's like, yeah, I think there might get, they might be in horrible danger. I think they might be flooded by that dam. And then bring, bring Rad's here. He's like, yeah. We are in horrible Carlos. danger. There's a flood by the dam. Rad and Carlos are stuck under a mountain of fucking mud. And there's a kid in there too, so he can't transform. And there's a news crew. And it says, everything's gone to shit. So. Yeah. As as everyone is is kind of working around the clock here, Sean's dad runs up once again, you know, yelling Sean. Um, now, oh well, just I'm really confused. quickly, just right, really well, quickly before you get to that. So Alexa sees this newscaster, yes, sees Kelly, right. and she's like, "Well, she has a great line where she's just like, I'm sorry, but you're in the way,' and she <laughs> sends the cyberhawk over to Kelly and like, first of all, harasses Kelly into like falling on her ass and then i guess like uses magnets or something to basically completely erase all her footage yep uh got, gotta make sure the the masquerade isn't broken i feel like you know alexis really does have the have, have the the pragmatic uh you know she'll she'll get an opponent out of the way she really is primed for the world of politics primed <laughs> So yeah, this is when Sean's dad shows up. He's yelling Sean. He's pressing X rapidly. Um, and he's like, and he, he's frantically trying to get to help. And he's like, wait a minute. There's, those cars are empty. And this is yeah. when, all right. So Hotshot like smacks him on the ass with his door, which somehow knocks him out. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like hitting your funny bone. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but if you get smacked on the ass in the exact right spot, it does actually knock you out. It's like a Vulcan nerve pinch. So he, he gives them the, the, the fucking Cybertronian, like, ass smack to just completely knock him out. 
Um, so they just they, they just they just kind of load him up into Hotshot and tell him to like yeah just just keep him out of the way because uh, you know Hotshot probably isn't going to be of much. Although now that I think about it, Hotshot has those fucking buzz saws um, on the front of his car mode. So he could have done something, but he he just gets Sean's dad out of the way. He is no longer pressing X. He is asleep. Um, so Scavenger finally digs uh, down enough that that Smokescreen can grab Red Alert and and kind of drag him out of the out of the the muck here, and just in time too because I believe the floodgates just opened, so they got to get out of there quick. So, oh, and also Optima, yeah, so the floodgates open actually before they, they're done because the river, there, there's a surging wall of water coming down and Optimus like positions himself to block the river. Yeah. Um, which is then, then Red Alert gets lifted up by smokescreen. But there's also a moment where like he and Devastor are in the water and Devastor is like, I don't see anything. And then immediately gets clobbered by a log. Yes, that comes later because what happens first is uh, Red Alert finally is able to transform. Uh, Smokescreen and Red Alert both transform. Red Alert does his glowy grapple thing uh, up up to high ground. Smokescreen travels up it with his crane hook, and this is when Optimus and Scavenger are still down in the valley. And they're like, "All right, we should get out too." And the Scavenger's like, "Yep, uh, good thing there doesn't seem to be anything coming." And then he just fucking gets smacked in the face by a log and falls on his ass. Yep. And of course, they they uh, they 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 cl- they cling to each other in the raging rapids. <laughs> as as Optimus tries to get make sure scavengers and get fucking washed away by the by the river. Um, how do they how do they escape? I somehow oh, geez, didn't. I don't remember. I somehow didn't take any notes on how they actually get out of the river. I think maybe it's probably Red Alert. Oh, Red Alert wraps his uh his grapple around Optimus's arm. That's right. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He and Smokescreen yank him up. Um, so everyone is safe. Sean comes to, surrounded by giant robots. <laughs> They're just all standing in a circle around him in robot mode. Um, and he's like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" And once again, they're like Bill Murray voice. No one will ever believe you. <laughs> yep. Uh, cause, cause then Sean's dad also wakes up. He doesn't have any questions about the mysterious sports car that he woke up in, I guess. Um, or why it was there. Cause, you know, the rest of them could be considered rescue vehicles, I guess. Optimus is kind of a sketchy one cause he's a, he's a truck, but he's like a weird looking truck. Um, but this, he, Hotshot is just a fucking sports car. Regardless, Sean's dad walks out like, oh, th- thank, thank goodness you're all right. And Sean runs up to me, yeah, it was thanks to those big robots back there. And they turn around and they're gone. How'd they do that? Magic and warp technology, probably. I, yeah, I, I, they probably just warped back. Um, but yeah, so, and of course, Sean's out like, well, that's nice. That's nice, dear. Let's go home. Yeah. So meanwhile, back at base, like, Alexa is waiting for them all to return. And she's with RC. And RC's like... And she's like, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And she's just like sort of calming herself down. And RC like beeps at her <laughs> in a way that is meant to imply, you look mad. <laughs> yeah. And and Alexa's like, no, because I just said, if you didn't just hear me, I'm not mad. So, you know. So the boys warp in, you know, 
soaked head to toe probably and she's like you know thank goodness you're all right i'm not mad um i'm not experiencing the swirling vortex of emotions right now i'm fine feeling great yeah, she starts crying. Like I, she's like, I was fucking worried sick. I, I should have warned you about the the rainstorm. You, you, you could have been seriously hurt. Like, this is not her responsibility. It is not her responsibility to be the mother of this group. Absolutely not. Um, and but she instantly is like, you should have taken me along anyway. She's um, definitely the first daughter of an immigrant family. Absolutely. Um, and they're just like, yeah, we're. We're sorry, Alexis, we should have told you about it. Uh, we fucked up real bad. But, you know, you you got us out of there, so hey. Um, then she starts chasing Carlos around because he said something stupid. You know how it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is when Well, we yeah, are. so so she, well, she starts to, like, chase him because he's like, wow, she's uh, so strict with us or whatever. And, um... You know, she starts to chase him and, like, R.C. holds up her arm to stop her. And then Carlos says something else and she's like, no, fuck it. And runs after him. And it's like, yeah, that's right, Alexa. Don't accept boys will be boys as an excuse. Get his ass. Um, yeah, and so with this is when we cut back. Yeah, <laughs> back our final scene. Movie. Our final scene of the episode. So, Decepticons so- come out and play. So Megatron is watching around the moon with the Star Saber drums, like "Hello," um, and sideways is just hiding behind us, uh, like a bunch of steel siding, going "Fucking hell!" I'm, all right, I'm glad he hasn't noticed me yet. And then we just see Megatron looming over him, and he says, "Oh, what was that sideways? You said I didn't notice you." Oh, interesting. Cut to black. He does not find him in the sub. Oh my god, that's even funnier. Yeah, so it just, like, it just ends with him, like, looking over the cliff and, like, double face pressed against the side so he doesn't get caught. (laughs) That's what the Decepticons did with their day. Very productive. Yeah. Very productive. These guys tried to take over the world. Take over the universe. Yeah, it it, it boggles the mind. I don't know how, I don't know how the war reached a stalemate, honestly. Um, with Megatron in charge. Presumably he has very talented commanders elsewhere <laughs> that just aren't here. We got questions. Yeah, we do. None on Twitter this time. But we got a bunch on Discord. It's true. Uh, our first one of those is... Um... Sorry, comlink. I know. I know our Discord channels. I set them up. Um, <laughs> from Casey Truckosaurus, which Transformer do you have join on one of those two people in a boat fishing trip type deals? Uh, probably Double Face, just because he's the smallest. I would not want to be in any confined space with Sideways. I, that seems like bad. That recipe for disaster right there. I don't trust that guy. Yeah, but if he's in the boat with you, he's not going to capsize it. That's true, but I, I imagine that it is like a boat built to, to you know, hold the weight, or, or maybe they're just sort of hanging out nearby. Honestly, I think the one I would probably hang out with, Optimus. 
he seems the most chill. He probably has some wisdom to share. He'd enjoy a good fishing trip. <laughs> um, from Casarachnia, if you were in a Gilligan's Island type situation, which Transformer would you want with you? Assume every attempt to leave the island results in disaster. Huh. Uh, probably Starscream? Really? In this this continuity, at least. Yeah. I think this continuity of Starscream has, like, a good combination of not being a total treacherous dickbag, but also having, like, a pretty solid survival instinct. That would make him an asset in that situation. Also, like, we see him do, like, things like first aid and whatever. Like, he can sew his own arm and wing back on, so. Yeah. I was gonna say Red Alert for similar reasons. You know, cool-headed, good at fixing stuff. Not liable to, like, use me to fish for sharks or whatever. Um, as some of these other fuckers would be. Um... Yeah, I think Starscream Red Alert are, are seem like the best choices for this. Yeah. Um. Also from Cass, which Transformer does Storm chasing? Okay, in this uh, continuity, it's Sandstorm. Yes, but there, the the addition is for fun and for the science. Yeah, so that's that's two di- very different types. That's Red true. Alert does it for the science. He wants to learn about this planet's, you know, Rad does weather it for systems. The science. Yes. Rad, oh wait, Rad, no, Transformer. Transformer. Yeah. Well, Rad and Red Alert are partnered on this venture. They're, they're, they want to learn more about the weather. Um, Sandstorm does it for kicks. Um, and then, in any continuity, the answer to both of those questions are the Rainmakers. Yep. They, they just love rain. That's just their whole thing. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> oh, I don't Sunstorm, really want... Sunstorm does it to be closer to God. <laughs> Yes, he he fly. He, 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 if I fly into the tornado, I will see the face of God. And the other two are like, yeah, yeah, Nova, sure. Nova, Nova Storm and Acid Storm are like, we've made a huge mistake. Oh look, he's gonna get himself all torn up again. God damn it! Uh, well, honestly, I don't know if we should let those three or near any sort of rain system. That seems like a bad idea. It's fine. One- it's, li- it's literally Acid Storm. It's literally just their names. It's literally their <laughs> entire designations. It's what they were built to do, but it's fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Fine. Uh, uh, if you were Teen Spy Alex Ryder of the book series and film Stormbreaker, which Minicon slash Transformer would you want as a companion? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about. I mean, this is more of a like. I, I would say we can just apply this to a broadly any like Teen Spy like young adult spy novel thing um it doesn't have to be alex writer um i feel like it could just be what minicom would make the coolest robot sidekick for, um, uh, for a teen super spy i'm gonna go because it's, it's slash transformer and i'm gonna go off all right so again in this continuity i'm gonna go off book a bit and i'm gonna say the Cyberhawk. yeah um that's like that's definitely like a cool sentient gadget yeah in any continuity i mean he kind of sucks but mirage does is a spy for a good reason oh my god mirage he is a spy for a good reason he would be a really good partner um for sure 
I would uh, also be funny to see him be a fucking snob at these kids. That would be yeah. hilarious. Mirage uh, has an outlier ability. Mirage, who is a f- fairly prominent uh, figure in the G1 cartoon, and not really any other <laughs> continuity since, which is yeah. interesting. He has uh, like a weirdly outsized uh, importance in like the first five yeah. episodes of G1, and then he just kind of vanishes, pun intended. I mean, he's still he's still like there. He's still. He's He's, I don't know. He's he's like a very core part of the G one sort of like Autobot spe- yeah. uh, special intelligence. Team. As a member of the first wave of the toy line, yeah. Mirage has sort of cemented his place as like an important character. When he, w- but similar to Hound, uh, he doesn't really show up in, in like big he, roles all that yeah, often. Yeah, which is which is interesting. But Mirage has an outlier ability that does allow him to turn invisible. So. Pretty pretty good for a spy. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, Carshmallow, Stephen Marshmallow, asks, Which Transformer would you want to help you in a most dangerous game type situation? Which Transformer would definitely be the hunter in the most dangerous game situation? That's Megatron. Okay. Literally, they have an episode like that in Beast yeah. Wars. Uh, literally, we had an episode like that here. Yep. Just now, that we just covered. That is true. He was doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, in this continuity, yeah, Megatron is the hunter. Who would I want as, like, a partner in this continuity? For this one, I'd say sideways. Devastor. No, yeah, you're right. Devastator. Or, uh, yeah, Devastor slash Scavenger. He will kick anybody's ass. Yeah. I will put money on Scavenger anytime. Once again, he blocked the Star Saber with his hands. He also, I mean, he also has, like, experience. You know what I mean? Like, he has yeah. strategy and experience and, and stuff like that. So I think he'd be a good partner. In in any uh, continuity, I think probably... I'm actually... Tarn. Ta- yeah, I was going to say Tarn or Over- Overlord. And I'm not sure which one it would be more likely to be the hunter, but I would I would probably say Tarn. Yeah, Overlord uh, is way more into like. He would be sword. no, he would be into this shit. That's true. I forget. He's know, not just be, like into he's a freak. The, he's a fucking he freak, a freak too. Um, but obviously the fa- the Phase Sixers in general <laughs> would be. I'm sure like Six Shot would not be against this either. Um, but uh, either Tarn or Overlord would be the hunter. Who would I want with me? Probably IDW Perceptor. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, because he's he one he he is very smart. He is still a scientist, but he's also a, a badass sniper. sniper in IDW, which I love. That is, There's I have a, to say, uh, the funniest. So Perceptor turns into a microscope, which I don't think he ever does in the IDW comics. I don't think you ever see him in his alt mode. But to t- take a, a a microscope and turn him into a sniper is like so so big brained. It's it's incredible. I love it. I love the Perceptor as a member of the fucking Wreckers in IDW. That's great. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Wheeljack is, is a Wrecker as well, right? In, in IDW? Uh, in pr- no, only in Prime. Only in Prime? Okay. Yeah, I, I can never get those kind of- But yeah, anyway, uh, I, I think Perceptor would be a very good partner to have in terms of, again, strategy and also, like, MacGyvering things. And also he would snipe who's ever coming. Like... What a fucking beast. That's the last one I love. Kassarachne asks, <laughs> if you could yassify at one Transformer, which would it be? Waspinator. Overlord, 
Overlord comes pre-assified. He's already Yeah, assified. he's pre-assified. Waspinator. I don't want to see what that looks like. I'm Waspinator. <laughs> from this I'm beautiful. Um from this continuity, um Yes, Queen. From this continuity, Ironhide, because I don't like to look at him. Uh you know, I like it better when they remember to color his weird monocle a different color. That, that like he has yeah. like a goggle thing. Right. When they color his whole face one color, it looks really flushy. Freaky, you know? yeah, yeah, it's, it's really flushy. Uh, I would also love to see uh, Yassified oops. Scavenger. I can't hear you suddenly. Oh well, it's trying to keep you from hearing yeah the phrase Yassified hey, Scavenger. Can you hear me? That's so weird. I suddenly... Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hmm. Interesting. You, like, just cut out. Uh, do you want to try leaving and coming back? There you go. Hello? It's trying to prevent me from saying the phrase yassified scavenger. (laughs) Um... I heard you just enough to hear Yassify Scavenger before you popped out again. Are you saying things right now? I'm not saying anything right okay. now, but I am no. now. All right, good. I can hear you. We're good. We're back. Great. Yassified Scavenger. <laughs> I want to see it. Um. Yeah, but no. Besides that, I would say Waspinator. Yeah. I do. Or, mm. or like any of the Insecticons, really. Like Bombshell. Oh god, look at any of the Transformers that have like a weird face. I want to yeah. see what happens. A fucking Yassify Predaking. <laughs> oh man, I you know I I have I constantly have to stop myself from buying Titan class Predaking. It's It's, it's going to happen someday. Yeah. It looks good. It's going to happen someday. <laughs> I I I already barely have room for the fucking Metroplex I have. Oh um, Jesus. One day I'm going to buy $500 life-size Unicron. Not life-size, obviously, but, like, the fucking... <laughs> I'm going to buy a moon. <laughs> That's no moon. But, um, f- folks, we've been Prime Cuts. Thank you for listening to our show. You can find us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod, not at Pod of Greedcast, which is where I said you could find us two episodes ago. Ignore uh-huh. me. Uh, just listened to that episode again yesterday. And uh, I fucked up. You can find us on, <laughs> yeah, at, uh, at Prime Cuts Pod on Twitter. You can find us on the Noise Space Network, which you can find at noisespace.xyz. We're really happy to be a member of the network. You can find a lot of other really good shows on there, including things like Nana Roy's Nightmare and Error, which is about really shitty creepypastas. Uh, you can find uh, Kyle XY, which is about Kyle XY. Uh, you can find uh, Henry Kissinger, The Pokemon Going to Die, which is a leftist praxis politics podcast. Uh, it, very, very uh, significant range on all of that stuff. Um, yes. You can also... A wow, cool robot, if you want more robots. Yep, always wow, cool robot. Um, you can... Uh, we also have a Discord, which we would love for you to join. Join the We're Discord. <laughs> still going to plug it. Still going to plug it. Uh, you can find a permanent link to that Discord in the description of this and every other episode, as well as in the website, the URL link in our Twitter bio. And uh, I personally been Audrey, which if you, and 
Uh, you can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optima Mom Prime, my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to my other podcast, which is also on Noise Space, which is Pod of Greed, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Uh, and we are in season three of GX now. We just started and it's good and it's fun. And yeah. Uh, and you can find that on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. That's what you can find at Pod of Greedcast. Not this one. The other one. Um, and that's me. And you can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Um, you can, this weekend, by the time this goes up, I will be deep into an Endwalker Fugue state. Uh, so don't even bother me this weekend. All Endwalker, all the time. It's moon time. But uh, if you are also sucked into the, the, the world of Final Fantasy XIV, you can follow... Uh, at Heightland Radio on Twitter, my ne- uh, upcoming project, a comprehensive companion podcast to Final Fantasy XIV. Um, that's with my friend Jane, who I did the podcast of power with, a comprehensive companion podcast to the 2018 Shira show. That is at Podcast of Power. I am also on Disney Minus at Disney Minus Pod, talking about the cursed domain of the House of Mouse. Uh, this, I, I, I have selected jingle all the way uh for our next viewing mostly because i want to do a bunch of arnold impressions um so look forward to that in the coming weeks uh is there anything else i have i think that's it cool well until next time i'm going to check the weather forecast transform and roll out i am going to uh fling myself into a ravine i'm not owned this isn't blood it's victory energon (laughs) And I will transform and roll out in a completely unharmed and non-hurt way. Thanks for listening, everyone. Peach. Peach.